Hey, where are the white women at? But how did he get down to his underwear that fast? We'll just have to take these pants off so that I can take a closer look. Still others evolved so much, they don't even need to wear pants. <laughs> You like a clean board now? I do. Yeah, I have. It's a Paul cleaned the mixing board. I car- did. This is cartoon casual. He cleaned the mixing board and uh, fucked up all the settings. But it wasn't because I wanted to fuck up the settings. Joe's having an aloe drink now with little bits of aloe. I'm hooked on this fucking drink. Probably isn't. Good I did for you. not think it was going to be sweet. I didn't know it was going to be sweet. It's an aloe drink, and now I can't read anything because Paul turned off all the goddamn lights in here. Here, read it here. Okay. Oh, god damn it. Are you kidding me? The hell's in this weird velo aloe. Did you get this at like the Asian market or something? No. Improves digestion. I knew it was gonna make me poop. I, I bought it out of someone's trunk or something. Uh-huh. Desde la antiquidad se de civilizaciones han utilizado la planta de aloe vera. Por sus altos efectos curativos. There's probably an English column in there, Joe, if you just find it. <laughs> I like how you fucking get all original. Savila, 15% bulpa, hecho un con jugo. Just read Savila. it. Too late. All right. Just read it. Paul doesn't like other cultures. That's fine. It's not true. Paul Gaines doesn't care about black people. Hey, speaking of, you know, Kanye Kanye ditched uh, Trump. He, he ditched Trump. I it's kind of funny. I'm like, what a fucking dumbass. He did. He's so stupid. Like, speaking I, of which, like, I got to turn on the news just because. I don't know what Oh, you got to turn on the news. We're going to watch the paper. Yeah, he, he said he was duped or something. Right? Yeah, he was duped into uh, supporting, a, uh, supporting things that he doesn't actually support. And I'm like, I thought you were some sort of captain of industry. Maybe He's you should stick in that industry. Though, right? He's, uh, He's on medication. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. It is a little sweet, but it's good. No, I like the flavor. Yeah, are you getting the chunks? Yeah, no, I've got the chunks of aloe in it. I wasn't expecting those chunks either. Okay, well, um, are, so. this is. I have a feeling that's just all fiber. It is. It'll make the poop. So we need to talk to. We need. To, we need to have like a conversation, Paul, about your um, uh, your usage of water in the desert, because apparently Paul here had a leak at his facility. How many gallons did you go through that you were built okay, for? Okay, so normally here at the uh, Cartoon Casual Studio facility slash tire home care. Air, airport hair care and tire center. <laughs> uh, we go through um, not that much, really. Only like two to 3,000 gallons right. uh, a month. And so uh, one day, this official-looking person from a official-looking truck came up with a clipboard and uh, pen in hand, and wanted to know what was going on in here. I'm going, I don't know. What do you mean? What's going on in here? How do I? How do I enter that? Anyway, they were curious as to our water consumption. I went, I can't I know what to tell you. It's it's us. It's been <laughs> its way for months. Yeah. Well, 
you must have a leak or something. She walks around and goes, oh, I found your leak. And I said, well, how much water? She said, well, according to this, we, we read your meter every month. And this now shows the last month's consumption was over 20,000 gallons. <laughs> and I went, what? Well, we did install a new Olympic-sized swimming pool in the basement. Yeah. We have our own grotto. Speaking of the... Oh, <laughs> the, gross. The grotto. You have a filter some sort of filtration system so anyway as it turns out yes indeed there was a leak and because she went down to the meter and goes yeah the meter's just spinning you know it's it has has so much the needle was going so fast it was like it was creating its own you know centripetal force sort of (laughs) orbital sort of model it was creating heat it was it was spinning around she goes you got a leak somewhere I went, all right, well, the floor, we're looking around, and then up against the building on the side that I never, actually, I'm, this is funny, that is the A side that I never go to back there. I go in the back, it's where the trash is, go over this side, it's where some airplanes are stored, go in the front where, uh, uh, you know, it's the airplanesy side, and then that corner back here. <laughs> where the airplanesies come in. Yeah, and then over here, just an area that's not, but however, interestingly enough, what's even more interesting, <laughs> you ever heard that story from... Scott, no. What's even more interesting story? No, no. I'll just tell that one in a minute. Okay. Um, we do have a very large tree growing back here. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> Did you go back and look at that tree? No, I didn't know there was a tree over there. There is. Well, during the break, we will stroll around the back of the facility, and you will go, "Wow, that's a healthy tree." <laughs> as it you turns have like out, a weeping willow back there. Or something. As it, as it turns out, I mean, you know, there, there are forest companies starting to log back here now. <laughs> <laughs> their chainsaws. There's already a hippie that has chained herself to <laughs> the tree. Trying to save it. Trying to save it, even though it's a sapling. <laughs> it's more than a sapling. Save Joe. the trees, man. Save the Arizona. I bet it's some kind of a rare I'm sure. tree. And it's got a, the only the only known bonobo <laughs> in, we have in a, Arizona. It's a family of bonobos, and that's where the jaguar went from Tucson is up here. It's, now it's back here. So <laughs> I actually have a... So that apparently twenty thousand gallons, and that was all about a month or so ago. And then, and then uh, Ashley, assistant Ashley, figured all this out. She goes, "Well, they read it on this date, so we're gonna get another big water bill next." But she said, and it's true. Um, th- since that water didn't go down the sewer, yeah, uh, they won't charge you the sewer fee, right. but they will charge you the water fee, which is um, fine. I mean, it's like yeah. tenth of a cent a gallon or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it's not. Uh, it's still. It's it's not the money. It's the. I don't like wasting a, that much wasteful. water. Yeah, even is. though it's probably all of one second worth of consumption from the stupid asshats up there at Red Lake that are sucking out all of our water. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You know, it's not as you know that much, but it's it's. I don't. It's it's it is wasteful, and I felt bad about it. So uh, anyway, we dug it out. There was an under underground section that had a very large crack in it. Once we dug it open, it was just. It was like a geyser almost down Sounds there. like a pain in the ass to fix. It was, but. so we fixed it. She goes, well, you might want to call a plumber. And I went, hey, okay, fine. Actually, I did call. I didn't call. I asked people in this town that we both know why this line went underground for a short section and came back up. And both of these people, and you know both of them, said, I have no idea. I said, is there any reason you can think at all why this line came out of the building, down underground, across for a foot and comes back out of ground and then does this. And they went, seriously, get rid of that section and just go straight into the building. Fine. So we stopped operations. Did everybody go in and take a poop and go to the bathroom as much as you yeah, can. Yeah, do, do your business now. Because we're going to shutting off the water supply. 
We're going to do like they did back in the old Roman days and just kind of cut off the city's water supply. <laughs> Salt the earth. <laughs> so we fixed it a few hours later. Burn the women, rape the dogs. Right. So we did all that, and it's fixed. And anyway, you like it, don't you? I, I, I like the taste, but I don't like. The, I don't know if I like the the texture of the chunks of aloe. I it. like the chunks. It, you know the chunks. <laughs> you know, the chunks of aloe, and it you know it reminds me of. Oh God. Orbits. Orbits. Remember orbits soda? Had the little. It was a clear soda. It was a flavor. Different flavors had these little balls that floated in it. What do the balls do? They were flavored with stuff. They had another flavor. I've never heard of orbits. Really. That's oh, a '90s like soda drink. Pop it's probably thing. from Ohio. It was all over the place. It was nationwide. It wasn't in Georgia. If, I guarantee you, it was in Georgia. Jesus Christ! And what these balls now see? But this fruit is is the exact specific gravity of water. So this fruit pieces in here is floating equally in the water. I bet those floating balls you're talking about floated. Like the top? No, they didn't float. They actually were neutral. They oh. were pretty much neutrally buoyant. They they might sit at the bottom. Pacific gravity of one is what we say, Joe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thanks. I'm I'm well aware. <laughs> I've forgotten more about specific gravity than you're going to know there, Mister. Oh, Haynes. really? Just because it's all alcohol? Yeah. 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 Fine. Yeah. So orbits. I don't know about orbits, but this is this. But this is actual pieces of aloe or human flesh. I either way, either way, it's going to make me poop. I'm I'm kind of worried about it. No, you should poop. You don't. You really don't remember like this. This stuff. No. Oh wow. Okay. I don't think I've ever seen that. Let the record show to our listeners that Mr. Gaines claims. Mr. Gaines claims that he doesn't know what, but Mr. Feller's. But we've checked out his stock portfolio, and clearly he's been investing. Invested in Hasbro and Nestle, two of the most evil corporations ever, which included Hasbro made the stocks for the M16. No, no, we're talking about investing in the company that makes orbits. I was going down the road with Nestle, man. Oh, Nestle makes uh, their own Probably. Company? They're the most evil corporation out there. Oh, well. I don't know. They had child slaves. Okay. Picking uh, cocoa. Did you know really? that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And uh, uh, recently, I know nobody likes this Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals, which is stupid, but whatever. It's irrational. But they, they just kicked, uh, basically just kicked this lawsuit into high gear recently. Uh, saying that Nestle, the American company Nestle, can be tried for international in in United States can be sued for international uh, uh, international I don't know grievances or whatever international I, infractions because they these are African and South American I mean these were children six seven eight nine years old that they would hire to climb uh, not hire but like pay them not hardly anything if anything. Or they they're give well, their parents a job working in a factory and make the kids work for free. What else are the kids gonna do? I mean, come on, go to school, oh. Paul. School, get oh. a fucking education. <laughs> Sorry, Jesus Christ. Kidding. Um, Nestle, Nestle's a horrible company, man. They are. A I horrible, thought they horrible, were not a U.S. Company. company. Thought they were Swedish or Swiss. No, they wouldn't make shit chocolate if they were Swiss. I know. That's what I was kind of bothered by that. It's like there's, their chocolate is not as good as it should be. Like Hershey chocolate. You know, so Hershey chocolate's kind of grainy. Hershey chocolate is garbage. You know, if you were most to kind of... Most American chocolate is pretty... Not American. Most, like, large-scale American chocolate yes. is just not very good. Yeah. It's... it's uh, Well, they're trying it's to like, shave, shave uh, you know, shave a dollar here. To, you know, yeah. The well, and then for the American palate, it's like our bread that Europeans will try, and they're like, the bread's too... It's too sweet. It's just our palate is different. Uh, but like the quality of some of that chocolate is garbage, and you forget 
until you have something really good, like uh, Jasmine brought back uh, some chocolate from uh, France. She uh, did? Yeah. Yeah. I don't me. think I had any. No, it's because you, uh, you're always holed up in your fucking bat cave eating, I don't know, guano or whatever. Whatever that stuff is. Whatever. Yeah, aloe in a... This is weird. I like it. I mean, I know. I, I knew you would like it because it's fucking strange. It's, get, it's getting me ready it, for the Hunch it, Punch it, show. It, it, <laughs> it does taste good, though. It is. I mean, it, it has a good flavor. It's just this weird... Well, if once you know it's sure. in there, yeah, because I wasn't expecting it. Once, I'm you, like, once you know, once you know what you're, what's going to happen after you put it in your mouth, <laughs> it's not. <laughs> I didn't even get a tap to the back of the head, like a courtesy <laughs> tap or anything. It's fucking bullshit. <laughs> it just happened. Yeah. So twenty thousand gallons, Joe, is what happened. Twenty thousand gallons over twenty, over over twenty thousand. Ashley was you're laughing. Ashley was laughing at the at the chart because they give you a bar graph for every all your month's consumption. If you look at the and it just went. Purr. She goes and she goes. They ran out of room up here on the, on this bar on this last <laughs> month. It went, it went into the. She goes. It went into all the text up here. They ran out of room. <laughs> so I. So that's astronomical. I want to see what the hospital uses. Oh, oh man. Because yeah. I and and. There's so much waste. There's so much waste that goes on at that place, and I know that they they can't possibly trim all the waste. But goddamn, fix all the faucets. Can we just uh, have every single uh, faucet on the third floor leaks? Can we just have someone call the address and call the city and go, "Hey, we want to know what the water consumption is of this facility." I don't think they would tell you. I bet they would. I mean, maybe, yeah, maybe they have to. Like, they can't be. That's not like private information, is it? I mean, I don't know. I mean, you have to. Well, if you're utility, there's still there's still a public utility, and you are under certain. There's you have to uh, you have to protect consumer privacy. Starting first part of this week, later this week, I think next week, you can actually thank God pay your water bill online. Oh my God! I don't even worry about it. I don't have a water bill anymore because you don't care. Mm -hmm. Because you're because you're paid for. You're a kept man. I'm not a kept man. I still, we still, we, I don't pay a, I don't pay a flat rate for my, my like utilities. I still pay like half. Okay. We split everything in half. But I, uh, I don't know. I just, I don't, I'm glad that I don't have, uh, oh, did I tell you? Motherfucking Unisource tried to send me to collections. They threatened to send me to collections. For what? $18. For what? I was paying them. I had a really large bill for July, which was the last month I was at my old house. Mm-hmm. And because uh, I carried all the bills there, I got all the utilities in my name, right? Okay. Uh, paid my water bill. Actually, I I canceled the water, and I said, "Well, how much is my uh, deposit?" Well, with interest, we don't know. I'm like, "What?" It collects interest. They're like, "Yeah, it's uh, like four and a half percent each year." And I had had it in my name for probably four years. I'm like, okay, whatever. So uh, they were gonna cut me a check, and I said, "If I just go in there, can they give me like ha- what it is?" Rather than you cut me a check for eleven dollars or something, because my I let my last bill go and then they credited my account the deposit plus the, 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 all that, so I go in there and I was like, yeah, this is my account number. They're like, oh, you owe this much? No, I don't. Look again. Uh, I just looked and I, I, I'm like, no. You looked at the wrong address or something, and she looked it up and then I she gave me eleven dollars and seventy five cents or some shit like that. But Unisource, I had a rather large bill because it was summertime. It was like 200 and some odd dollars because it was, you know, it was, it was like a month plus 10 days and blah, 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 whatever. Not important. So I just slowly paid it off. I wasn't accumulating anymore and, and anymore. And I'm not going to like, I just moved. I'm not going to make myself fucking destitute because Unisource needs to have their money. They can go fuck themselves. I don't like Unisource anyway. Sure. 
Yes, they provided me with power. Okay, good, good for fucking them. Anyway, they uh, they went to send me to. They sent me a notice in the mail. I had like the last little bit left that I was gonna pay off, and uh, I went to go pay it off, and it says it had like a yellow banner at the top of the page that says, uh, you know, sending to collections, and I was like, oh, I don't fucking think so. So I called them last Friday, and like, you know, I need to know why this is being sent to collections. Well, because you know, your, your, your bills past due. And I'm like, it's not past due. Okay. I'm not accumulating more bills. I don't have, right. I don't have power service currently. I'm have a running balance, but I don't have a past due. Well, we call it a past due. I don't care what you call it. Not, you better not send me to collections over $18 because I will drag this out. I don't have great credit anyway. I will I will take a few hits on my credit just to cost you guys hundreds of dollars. Your credit can't be that bad. It's not bad, but it's not great. All right, you know. Um, so he, uh, uh, the the guy on the phone was just like, "Okay, so when do you plan on paying this? Does it matter? Well, yeah, it's going to be sent to collections if it's not paid by this date. Then I'm like, all right, I'll pay it the day before that. Well, you can pay it over the phone with me right now, but it's a three dollar fee. That I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I'm not paying you guys any more money. Yeah. I don't appreciate your guys' politics. I don't appreciate you guys trying to torpedo uh, and partnering with the APS to torpedo, you know, solar initiatives and stuff. And I just, I'm sorry. I don't, I, if I had my choice, I would go completely off grid with a giant middle finger facing towards Unisource your, and Phoenix. Your anti-Semitism really just fucking it, pisses me off. Yeah. yeah they're, they're, uh, Unisource is clearly a bunch of uh, uh, <laughs> goose-stepping anti-Semites. That's not even true. <laughs> It's not true. I can't. I know people that work for Unisource. It's not. And, and they don't even have brown uniforms anymore. Like, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> that is not true. Anyway. They don't go to the beer hall afterwards. Right. Like very, yeah, exactly. That's what I miss most about Europe. Seriously, there was a lot of Easy. proper beer halls. Oh, yeah. Now, we've we got some breweries here. Well, we got one, really. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. But it doesn't. It, it, it's good. You know, the, the, you can come here and get good beer at any number of places downtown. I'm just saying. But a big ass beer hall is there's yeah, it's, it's, it's kinda, it has it's a different kinda, fucking feel. It's a different vibe. Right. Even a small like a German pub just has an old. It's like just different. Yeah, no, I get you. I, I do. I don't know. Anyway, anyway, sorry. so I I I went ahead and paid them the day before it was due, and then I called them the next day and said, "Am I out of collections?" Well, we haven't processed that payment yet. And I'm like, what year do you think it is? Process the payment. Because this is my last phone call to you guys. You haven't weighed out the gold yet on your... Yeah, no, shit. God damn. It's not that hard to take your gold nuggets. To Two burrows trading for a whatever sack right? of flour. I didn't bring in a bunch of pelts that you have to go through to pay us <laughs> off. and pay it and whomp them. Christ's sake. It's not like a bunch of fucking seashells. Son of a bitch. You got wampum, seashells, belts. Oh, man. Oh. I, was at a, oh, I was at a bar one time, long time ago. Big native guy walks in. He's a native guy that everybody in Kingman knows of the age of about 30 to about 55, knows exactly who he is. And he comes in, he's already intoxicated. And he asks the bartender what he can get for $3. And the bartender says, I can't serve you. He goes, why is my wampum not as good as his? And he called his money wampum, and everybody at the bar fucking died laughing. I imagine. And then somebody bought him a beer. 
<laughs> bought him a beer before anybody's if, uh, before the bartender could even say no because he and was just slid it down to him because he they weren't called, gonna he called his own money wampum I know but they weren't gonna serve him because he was drunk. oh he's wasted so what's the deal with that is it true that they cannot alcohol, handle alcohol if you, you <laughs> they they cannot handle alcohol sound like Hillary Clinton oh they all look alike don't they people that are pissed off that's so far like you said it's just parody. It is. It's parody, and she was talking about two of her friends. Yes, she. She literally it was. It was a Cory Booker and Eric Holder. Yes. Yeah. She's like, oh, they all look. They don't all they look, look alike. alike. Like, uh, that, like, guaranteed, both of those guys laugh because they know that she's not a racist. If you read the comments it, on this, it's like people go, "Yeah, she's the racist bitch." Blah 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 blah. And, man, people and like, why are you seriously making that comment? Uh, you got a bunch of people, a bunch of guys that are so worried about their own fucking masculinity that they can't imagine a woman being charged. Not that I wanted Hillary Clinton to be in charge. Oh, hell no. That's fucking absolutely That's what we've mentioned but before. That's what's just so funny, though. It's like if you defend, I'm not defending her, but that statement, it, you have to defend a certain statement. Right, like, come right, on, put right. it in context. It's, it's, or what it is. And people say, oh, well, you don't like Trump. You, well, you're for Hillary. No, I'm not, wasn't for Hillary either. No. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, but if we had a qualified woman up there that wasn't corrupt, I would absolutely vote for her if she's oh, the best candidate. Yeah. Doesn't matter what's between her legs. Jesus Christ. Any fucking way. Yeah. Wampum. Wampum. Oh. Your bill was late. You're not going to so be late the, anymore. The, I have, oh, this is weird. I have so many friends that are so much more, like, so much smarter and more successful than me. I, I've got a friend who's in viniculture and viticulture, and I've got another friend, and she lives in France, and... Another friend who's an anthropologist, but the, the friend who's an anthropologist told me that uh, I asked her, we were just talking about the differences, and, you know, I, I met, she's, uh, she's Asian, she's uh, Japanese, born, born and raised in the United States, but her mom and dad are definitely from Japan. Are right. you watching the Clinton News Network, or are you listening? I'm reading, I'm reading below, the head of airports, massive influx will be due to mainly China overtaking U.S. as country with the most air travelers. Yeah. I'm not going to let them fly me around. Uh, no. Actually, a lot of the Chinese passengers account about China, for nearly yeah. fifth of all global. They're just about the Chinese air travel yeah. increasing. Okay, fine. Which is scary. US flyers they don't, they will be well. about fifteen percent. Okay, fine. Um, the but there are a lot of European. I tell you, I have a customer that lives in hung, Hungary that flies one month in China because they they don't have any pilots over there. They don't have a lot of general aviation. They don't have a lot of general aviation pilots and none of them are very good. Right. The ones that they do have, you've told me about that because it's just it's, a job. It's, it's, yeah. it's not a lifestyle. They're not it's into like, flying and that kind of crap. It just, yeah. It's true. But anyway, so they uh, this guy goes to China for a month and then he flies for a month and he's off for a month. He goes back home to Europe and he's off for a month. On a month, off a month. Kind of interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I could do that. That might not suck. No. I mean, you got to do it. I don't know. Like I, The more I see about China and like some of the the lack of regulation in areas where they should have some regulation would I would worry about landing a plane and taking and taking off yeah in China you know what I mean now, like as a pilot you're just kind of it's like going back to the old barnstorming days where you almost have to work on your own fucking plane yeah no I I would trust the uh, some of the pilots over there. like I said they're not this is a, is that a racist thing to say uh no it's just a call it's just a it's a it is a uh, it's not racist. You're, it's not like saying they're not bad pilots because they're Chinese. Yeah. They're bad pilots because culturally they don't, um, the, and it's not just China either. Yeah. Uh, cause you talked about China, uh, Indonesia, uh, you, Laos and that, 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 like uh, right. Southeast Asia, basically Asia and Southeast Asia. They just don't have the air. Uh, what do you call it? What, what, 
the culture, I don't know the culture of yeah. aviation. Like there's not like you're into not just flying your plane or working on your gliders or working on other people's shit. You're interested in aviation in general. And you like to go to air shows and air fests and right. you do that. These guys, it, it, they just show up and it's a job and then they work and then they go home and they don't read aviation magazines. They don't care about. Yeah, that no, I've mentioned it's it. not a it's it's not. I don't think it's it's not racist saying somebody will. Well, I got that gook over there. He can't fly a plane because he's Chinese and they got smaller eyes eyes or can't see that's, out of them. That's yeah. racist saying. Okay. But but simply stating that that, you know, as a, a culture, they're just not as into it as yeah. uh, as other cultures are. Um. Jesus, I how do we get off on that? I don't topic? know. I, I could probably go over there and train, everyone's asleep now. Right, train people how to work on plastic airplanes over there and get paid a lot of money. Probably you could, could probably could do that. Eat well, maybe. Probably not going to do that though. Probably not going to go to China. No, I, I honestly, I, 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 I don't have a desire to go over there. China and uh, most of India, I don't have a desire to go to either one of those. I places. think certain parts of uh, India I would go to. Uh, it's it's totally different culture shock, big time. Yeah, you know, Europe is not that much of a culture shock to me. You know, it's it's just it's not just not it's similar enough, you know, even though it's language barriers and stuff. But I don't think there's a language barrier anymore, Paul. They've been teaching ESL yeah. required. I know in uh, in Europe for like forty years. I'm gonna start giving aviation. Speaking of that, giving aviation tours, looking at the mural from flying over downtown. You can see that's it. that's a good idea. You can see it uh, pretty clearly. That's cool. Yeah, anthropologist. Yeah, go ahead. We were taught she's she's Japanese. Okay. And we got to, we were, she was, she had come through town. Uh, she was headed to Las Vegas from, I think she was in Santa Fe at the time. And she's like, hey, I'd really like to just have, have dinner. Da, da, da. I was like, cool, I haven't seen you. This is the woman I grew up with. And uh, we're at, we'd had two glasses of wine and she, her face started to get to get red. And I forgot about it. And I said, ah, you've got the, uh, the alcohol gene. She's like, yeah, it fucking sucks. Both my parents. And that's an Asian thing. It's just not being able to process alcohol very well and they get flushed. Okay. It's not, it's not even just an Asian thing. It's predominantly Japanese thing. The Koreans a little bit too and Chinese too, but most uh, Japanese. Okay, folks. but so Native American, the so, big, the big so joke is. I, I, so we, a, she yeah. and I talked about it and we got to, and she's, in, she's, in, she's, a, um, she's not just an anthropologist. She has a specialty in, I'm going to fuck this up, but it does have to do with uh, what makes mobile cultures decide to stop in one spot? Oh, that's what her specialty is, and she's gone all over the world on different digs and things like that to try and figure these things out. So uh, she got to talking. We got to talking, and she's like, "It's like the Native Americans. Uh, most most First Nations folks in North America th- cannot process alcohol near as well as the Europeans can." And the reason for that is, is that most North American First Nations people, not counting the South Americans, because they were making their own like bulke and cachaça and things like that, thousands and thousands of years. But for the most part, the mind altering substances that the North American natives consumed were tobacco and tobacco mixed with various other stuff. It could be psilocybin mushrooms. It could have been uh, different mescaline cactus and peyote and things like that. Sure. But they didn't do alcohol. So because they didn't have 50,000 years or 30,000 years of, uh, of body and liver conditioning, they can't process alcohol as well. They so ju- I don't know this. Just is, can't. It, is it just the, the, the type of liver, how it functions, or the size of your liver? I mean, what, what is it? I honestly don't know. That is not a question that I can answer right now. I, I don't know. Like if you, I just if you know put that an Irishman's liver on this table— <laughs> any Native Americans, any liver. any Europe, you could pit any European up against uh, any anyone of European descent. 
it's like Caucasian or northern, say sure. northern European descent up against damn near anybody. And it's not just Native American. It's Native American, uh, the Mongolians don't re- didn't really have their own alcohol. The Russians showed them how to make alcohol, you know, 5,000 years ago. Mm-hmm. So they weren't even making their own alcohol. So it's not just them. It's the Mongolians, um, the uh, Native Americans, the Mongolians, and a handful of others. She told me there's like these little pockets of these societies that were isolated that they – they were isolated until say three or four thousand years ago, and then they get introduced to alcohol, and they still haven't. They they didn't have thir- like twenty thousand years or whatever of of drinking alcoholic beverages to where their bodies generation after generation learn how to process it. Right, because your body doesn't natively know how to do that. It's a poison, and it has to figure out a way to do it. And, it was, and some people, it just doesn't. It doesn't get oxidized the same way as like you and I when we drink like a glass of scotch or a glass of wine or something like that. Or a bottle of scotch. Or a, or a bottle of scotch, you know, if you're Paul. Yeah. I mean, I yeah, so it's it's just the way, it's the way you process but, it. But I'm just wondering, this is a dumb thing to say. It's not a dumb thing. It's an no, ignorant thing No, no, I just wonder. If you just you, don't if, know. If you literally have the same size person that's male, the same age. Yeah, and all it, things being. And, and it's a drinking Irishman. The drinking Irishman. It's a, it's, a, it's a drinking Irishman and a non-drinking Native American, and you cut their livers out, and you. Plop, I don't know that it's just the and liver. you plop them on the table. I just want. I'm just wonder. Is, is the drinking guy's liver going to be if they ate everything else the same, but they drink a lot of alcohol every month, whatever? Is it, it's going to look different. I I don't know. Maybe probably. Perhaps we could I do guess. a study. Maybe we shouldn't cut, be cutting people open. Oh. We are not qualified. Okay. Neither one of us are qualified to do that. Didn't uh, it happen in Silence of the Lambs, right? They cut his uh, liver out. and That was uh, Hannibal, Hannibal Lecter. Yeah. Yeah. Cut the, oh, fava, cut the guy. Yeah, liver and fava beans. Fava was, beans with was, a nice Chianti. Remember when he cut Ray Liotta's head off? Yeah. Or cut it like the top, the top of his skull? Yeah. And then grilled up his own brain? <laughs> That's fucking nasty. And fed it to himself. So like, yeah, Hannibal. <laughs> I'm fucking out, buddy. I'm not gonna. Fi- I can't finish that. I still wanted to try brains. Oh, yeah. Speaking of, I am gonna try brains. You should try some brains. I, no, I'm gonna try it's uh, calf brains. Apparently, there's a regional delicacy along the Ohio River down towards St. Louis, all along that whole area. I don't know why it's regional there. I just read about this recently. You should have known. It's you're a, from that area. I'm not from that area, though. Oh. I'm not from. It's like 70, 75 miles from the Ohio River is where I grew it's up. Close enough. It's not that close back there. That's a fucking lifetime. Okay. Uh, no, I you think you know. All right, how so you're gonna go back and eat these brains? Okay. So I read about. It's like a. It's a brain. It's fried, like breaded and fried brains, sandwich. Okay. Yeah. And it's usually calf brains. I've actually had had sheep brains. How how are they cooked? I don't know. It was some, or did you just murder the sheep? Well, like, was, ah. I, I had some. There was an, an Iranian guy that did one of them, and then a what? Indian guy that did another one. Uh, like modems or totems? <laughs> modems. It's <laughs> still funny. Yeah. The okay. So, but I don't know. They're, they're kind of mushy, and they've got some kind of a weird flavor. And it's like okay, I can. I'm, I'm just not going to eat. Well, anymore. they're pure fat. Yeah. Like the amount of cholesterol that's in them is, uh, I, in reading this article, they they went, ran down like the the cholesterol that's in like calf brains in like a serving size size is like like thirty grams or something like that. Serving suggestion, so serving suggestion, suggestion <laughs> size is like we'll call it fifty grams, mm-hmm. and it, like eighty percent of that was cholesterol. 
It was just cholesterol. So I'm sure they're fucking gooey and really. So I know th- that they're gooey because I felt brains th- before. This but. may be why you're talking about when we started eating, you know, meat. Human beings, you know, our, had our brain, fat, our brain yeah. blew up because it probably had some more fat. It, in there. it wasn't that; it was fire. It was being able to cook because we were eating raw meat before, oh, yeah, yeah, but yeah. you don't get as uh, as many nutrients from from raw meat as you do from cooked meat. Same thing goes with like uh, tubers and whatnot. Like you, you can eat them raw, but they're really just mostly going to pass through you. You have to have something that converts a lot of the starches okay. into sugars, and then uh, uh, like it, it, something to do with protein reactions or something like that to do when it comes to cooking meat. Joe Rogan talks about that shit all mm-hmm. the time. But uh yeah, so what they do is they take these these calf brains and they flour them and then batter them and then deep fry them and put them on a sandwich with some like with some mayo and some shredded lettuce and apparently it's fucking delicious. Hmm. So I'm like I'm going to so I started looking for some restaurants, and apparently there's one right around the corner from my brother's house. So, I'm gonna, so you're gonna when are you going back next? Uh, first part of December. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna go for a while. For a week, I'll just be there for a week. All right. Yeah, I don't plan on staying there much. What, longer. What, I couldn't get any more time off anyway from work. We're so short staffed. What are your daughter's intentions for any kind of a vacation anywhere? She's on vacation. That's yeah, called college. Yeah, it's called college. Okay. God damn it, it's That's expensive. <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea what her plans are. I, I know that her plans are she's going to be up for – she's going to – pass passing through town on her way to Utah for, for Thanksgiving, and I know that uh, she'll be coming up for Christmas break at some point. A little bit. Not much. I remember doing the same thing in college, too. That usually – well, there were some years I just came up for like a couple – literally a couple days. Yeah. Sometimes. Well, if you have a job, it's hard to do that, and she, yeah. has, a, she has a job, so it's hard to – that's the time where everybody wants time off. Yeah. Anyway, and like she needs, you know, she still needs money. And if you're in the medical industry, like it's like it's the same thing with the airline industry too. When you're on the low end of the totem pole, you uh, you get to have all the shitty flights at midnight on Christmas. Exactly. Someone's flying these airplanes around. Yeah. And someone's cutting up other people if they get in a car wreck. Someone's cutting up cutting up the people if they need surgery or something if they get oh, in a car wreck. Like someone's wiping somebody's butt in the hospital. Somebody has. There's always going to be people over the holidays. That's for sure. Yeah. All right, let's take a break. All right, fine. We'll be back.
back on Cartoon Casual. Did you already talk about how clean your board is? Uh, I mentioned it uh, mostly because uh, all the levels were all fucked up when I got here. But yeah, but it took you only twenty seconds. Uh, no, it took the first fifteen minutes, which people will notice the volume going up and down. And oh yeah, yeah. Someone's like masturbating the board. Uh, yeah, you know, it's definitely, and that's what you did too. You're just cleaning it. You're polishing the board. Yeah. Anyway, did you hear that or see that? Um, oh no. The USGS. Okay. U.S. Geological Survey. I believe it was them. What did they say? Some of those people. Uh, and now, I guess every handful of years, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fuck up half this information. Oh, sweet. Cool. Okay, good. Good. <laughs> so every, every handful of years, they survey volcanoes and volcanic activity yeah. and shit like that. And they just came out with it. Apparently, it's been a few years, but this came out with their most recent one on the uh, uh, Yellowstone fucking caldera this super volcano and they just ramped it up yeah they went yep it's gone from eh, moderate to hot or bad isn't or, it like a hundred thousand years overdue or some shit yeah like and, that, and, and, but but then but now they're, they're monitoring activity and things and they it took, took it takes a while to do all this shit and they came out with a report going yep chances are even better now than it was a handful of years ago this thing it's gonna blow, go south blowing its top oh my god you know why it's because people keep tossing trash and shit into the geysers I thought it's because of the straws. The straws? It is the straws. It's definitely the straws. <laughs> I use straws like at being bad for the environment as an excuse for why everything is bad. I do that all the time. I'm like, ah, you know why? Straws. You know why I feel bad about myself? What? <laughs> Paul, we don't have that much there, time. This is not that long form of a podcast. Somebody, it may have been Jasmine, who mentioned about the straws, and then and then you hear about this and recycling and on and on. We have our clean city commission, <clears throat> and but the reality is recycling is not working anymore. At this, except for it, aluminum, sometimes glass. Uh, uh, aluminum's about it. Uh, aluminum, yeah, aluminum. Uh, glass takes so much energy to do; yeah. it's almost not worth it. Because we have we have <laughs> figured out so many ways to strip the earth of. And processing yeah. to make new glass. But I think aluminum is the one you can do over and over and oh, over yeah. and over again, right? Just oh, over yeah. And it takes a huge amount of energy to make bauxite into aluminum. But to redo aluminum, it's uh, much it's, less. Right. Much less than glass. So, yeah. And plastic it, is, we're finding that plastic is fucking, it's so bad. It is. It's so bad. So that's what you. I'm getting at. So so I heard all these things, and, I, and I'm recycling here now. But now I'm going, I have all this glass, and it's probably just going to go to a freaking landfill anyway. Well, maybe. Chinese aren't buying our stuff anymore. Maybe build an earth ship. Right. Have you ever looked into those? Yeah, before? I have. I have. I'm fascinated by them. There, I mean, and I have been. For, I mean, this goes back to an outside magazine article on Earth ships, big article, probably early '90s, maybe '92, '93, that I read, and it was when they were first still like just there's maybe ten of them in Santa Fe. There's one out Stockton Hill Road here, right? That's built with tires and cans and bottles and shit like that, but that. That's something that they do. Like the, that, that that's an old timey thing. Like it is. Uh, like the uh, was it Guinness, not Guinness. Uh, Heineken. Heineken used to have square bottles, and the reason they had square bottles is that back during the Depression era, is they could use them for building material. Really? Yeah, yeah. You just use like uh, it was cement. Oh, well, I get it. But yeah, that's what they. Yeah. All right. So anyway, anyway so so yeah. at some point, not that long ago, I I got ready. You know, I started looking at all the plastic Started stuff. becoming a prepper? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> what were you getting ready for, I don't Paul? mean getting ready to that level. I was getting getting ready to go out or something. Yeah. So then you start looking at you, 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 you take a shower. 
you're, of course, your shampoo bottles are plastic. Yep. And those get thrown away. And then there's soap and then this and that and toothbrush, your shaving cream and this and all this. Everything's plastic, plastic, plastic. Then I went, oh, you know what? I'm kind of tired. I'm going to get a five-hour energy. Of course, it's in a little plastic bottle. Yep. I need some gum, too. Well, that comes in a plastic container. And then you, can, and then you go downtown and go, hey, let's all have dinner downtown. What do you think your gum is made out of? I know. Well, yeah. yeah. And, then, and then you go downtown and you, have, uh, you order dinner. And they're going to bring it over in a plastic bag, plus it's going to have styrofoam. And it's gonna have, I'm not a green guy. I'm just saying it's just everything constantly, unless you really are careful or just don't buy into this consumerism, is fucking plastic. It's pretty bad. And not to mention the fact that, like, because, you know, several years ago they kind of came, came out with a study that, the bis, bisphenol A, like, is a is a precursor to a. Uh, yes. I don't know if it's a precursor. I just I I know that it is definitely a known carcinogen. Comes from having plastic that deteriorates, and you can uh, you plastic naturally deteriorates and gives will certain kinds of plastic will go off BPA. You can uh, exacerbate that and speed up the process of the bis, uh, the the BPA leaching out by heating up the plastic. Like so, that's and, people and like, like microwaving, like microwaving, stuff. or yeah. even me leaving my water bottle in the like in my truck in the yeah. summertime, like that in the sun, like but that'll do it. Aren't the Nalgene? Nalgene. It's BPA free, but it's still plastic. Yeah, and you still kind of you still kind of taste something. Like when you you still taste it, there's something in there. Microparticles, and they're starting to find that. They cause all sorts of horrible fucking problems in your body, in the human God. body, which is great. So what else do you do? We're not going to make it. Like, no, we're not. Eh, you know, we're not going to make it anyway. Like, I, I give the I give human humans maybe another hundred years. I hope that we just get people say that, uh, you know, like like God's going to just throw a fucking curveball, some kind of a weird asteroid that we that was hiding behind somewhere. The NASA is going to see it all of a sudden. Oh, He's like, shit. all right. You guys have built your Tower of Babel too high. Right. Here it comes. Boom. Or it's just going to be uh, like we're just going to all slowly cook to death over the next 150 to 200 That's more years. than one. Oh, that reminds me. You know, that was it's a IPCC. Is that the name of that big, the big report that was the environmental report that was given to the UN? Oh, yes. The, in uh, South Korea like two weeks ago? Yes, just recently. Yes. Yeah. Do you know who one Oops. of the people who gave that presentation is? One of Porsche's professors. Oh, really? Yeah, she came in Monday morning to class. Well, there are a bunch Porsche, of li- liberal Porsche. homo dope smokers down there, so that's their problem, Joe. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That's all. That's what you have at college. Yeah, that's it. That's all colleges are, is just liberal homo dope smoking. <laughs> Everybody's finger blasting each other down uh, in, in any college right. everywhere, especially Liberty University. And I bet they all masturbate. Oh, disgusting. Okay. Pollution of the mind. So uh, do you know what he? Can, can, what was his portion of the... Hers. Hers. I'm so sorry. I just thought it was rather funny that Portia texted me at, I don't know, 8 o'clock in the morning or something, 9 o'clock in the morning, and she goes, so my pres- professor is super jet-lagged because this, uh, this morning in class uh, during lecture because she said that she got off of a plane late that night, late the night before, then flew in like a red-eye from fucking Korea because she gave a presentation on that da, 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 and then that afternoon I'm reading about the presentation okay. that she was a part of it wasn't just her it was, a, sure. it was it was like seven or eight scientists but the fact of the matter is is like my kids being taught by this woman no, who's like hey guess what 2040 that's kind of it like we have until 2040 and that's about it we have about 20 years i i think uh I don't know you know i don't know what's going to happen i remember when i was younger people would say this too they predicted they were going to run out of air water uh milkshakes you know people were worried about you were worried about the milkshakes. I, I know gonna, you were. I, I know you were. Yeah, but it, but it, it didn't happen. Now I'm not. But it just seems to be 
And I was learned this from the, all the, a lot of NASA people at the thing I would go to every Labor Day. They were saying, this is a problem, people. This 10 years ago, they were saying, we're, we could seriously have some runaway fucking carbon dioxide overheating fucking. And, and uh, I feel like, a, I don't know if it's a lot of folks or if it, the media kind of portrays it as being the majority of people. But I, I think most people have noticed there's something kind of goofy going on. Yeah. Things are a little bit different. Like it shouldn't have been. 85 degrees day before yesterday. Right. Right? What was that? Tuesday. I remember it Alice, been, my Alice? stepmother told me. Dallas in, Alice. Dallas Alice. In, in, uh, she lived in Florida for a long time. And this is before. This is right before Hurricane Hugo came up. And it was one of the big monsters. Remember, there was Andrew down in Florida also. Right, Hugo right. came up in South Carolina. But um, people were talking about leaving Florida and getting out. And she goes, oh, this is hurting. This is... Before, she wasn't really paying attention to how strong these hurricanes were becoming because she's not really into it. But she goes, oh, hurricanes are boring. We used to have hurricane parties all the time. That's what they did of course, in yeah. the 60s and yeah. 70s in Florida for the most part. If they were category one and two and people just you know, hung out and got together and drunk and probably had orgies and, you know, I'm sure uh, all that kind of crap. Key parties and whatnot. Yeah. Right. So and then that's kind of what it was. And then and then she and when Hugo came and then a few years later, Andrew and all that, she goes, this this is not this is years ago now. Now too. there's no longer category one and two. It's always three and four. And is yeah. it going to be a five? Are yeah. we, is it really going to be a five? Yeah. So, like those like the four that have that have formed off the coast of Mexico in the past five weeks. Yeah. Four and five weeks or three just or, pop right or up in the five and four weeks. Panhandle like of Florida. Yeah. 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 It's right. No, not Florida. Mexico. The west coast of Mexico. Oh the oh that one. Yeah. Okay. No, that those. Five, four yeah. or five. Yeah. And that's why we kept getting unseasonable amounts of rain. Like we're getting monsoons. It kept feeling like we we're getting more yeah. monsoons. That's that's not – I'm not saying that it has changed that drastically. And I know that the, the, the climate goes through cyclical changes. But they're usually gradual. They're not – I don't think they're cataclysmic mm-hmm. like what we're kind of seeing. And at, I'm now to the age of you know, almost 37, th- almost 38 – and I can remember back to being a kid, being in Ohio, and looking back at uh, weather tables and, and, and not weather tables, but temperature tables. That when I was back in Ohio last winter, that was the coldest winter I ever spent anywhere. And I was living in the I was I was for two weeks. I was in the exact same house I lived in when I was a kid, mm-hmm. for the most part. And I was in the I was within twenty miles of where I lived for like twelve years. And people are gonna say, and, "Well, and, global warming." Well, uh-huh. well, how does global warming? Work? Well, in order for it's just like capitalism. In order for somebody to get rich, somebody else has to get poor. In order for global warming for it to get cold, somewhere else has to get hot. Wait, 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 wait! Else. I'm going to argue with you on capitalism on that. It's not always the case. It's not. No, there's a finite amount of cash. No, and you, 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 you get things out of the ground. Also, that's how wealth is created. Also, so you don't. It's not a finite. Fine. I know what you're saying, though, but it's. I'm I just was gonna... boiling it just like global. Oh God damn it! See, you just dismantled it, and now we lost. No, people. but but as far as the temperature goes, the Earth tries to maintain it has an to average maintain temperature. So if it, something's hotter over here, it's gonna be colder over here in the summer, winter time. It's gonna vary exactly. So that's what you're saying. Yes. Exactly. Homeo, a homeostasis. Homeostasis. Not a homo. Homeostasis is when I think I try it's the homosexual. Like, homeostasis. The, the, it's the homosexuals that are causing global warming. Clearly. Yeah, it's all the it's, friction. I think it's the homosexuals and the, again, the dope smokers, hippie, do, homosexual, homo smokers. It's, the, it's, the, it's, it's fucking funny because you, you sound like 
a whole bunch of people out I there. I know. I'm trying to and be all so of them funny. at once in one big pile. It reminds me of the beginning of Mean Girls when they're talking. They're like, I know what you're thinking about. Uh, you're, most people's perception of homeschool kids are these guys, and it's all those boy, like hillbilly kids sitting around like, God created a Winchester 370 automatic rifle to protect <laughs> us from the dinosaurs and the homosexuals. <laughs> <laughs> and like they're fucking just chewing on a piece of grass and shit and like yes. yep that's most that's what i think of when i think of homeschooled kids because most of them are like that so anyway, anyway i saw the map and when they're saying when the you know when the caldera blows you know oh, great and uh and of course it comes all the way down here in arizona and stuff too and i thought well look at this this is kind of a a geo weather sort of wall that we have in other words we don't have to build the wall because the people, the people in Central and South America look at this and go, "Fuck, we we can't come up there. It's a mess." But what's going to happen with us? See, like if I were, if this were to happen, like now, first of all, I wonder how long it would take for all that shit to get down here. It, it doesn't. It's not going to happen immediately. Okay, that super volcano, if it blows, it's going to be cataclysmic, and we're going to know about it in about two minutes. But I don't think it's going to. It's going to be. The, but the eruption that you're talking about, like the like the all the the, the hot lava. And whatnot. I don't know that that would ever hit us. Well, because the, of the all lava does It's, it's the other. Us. It's the other. Picano, uh, Picano, classic, iconoclasm. The iconoclasm. I'm let you come to terms with that. <laughs> the, whatever it is you're trying to the, say. Uh, there's this other type of stuff that comes out of a volcano. There's the lava. The iconoclastic. <laughs> I know, I know what you're trying to say, and the, I can't think of the word either. But it's, it's, it's like iconoclasm. It's, it's not iconoclasm. It's, it's the pyro. Cataclysmic. It's the orgasmatronic flow, is what it is that comes out of a volcano. It's the bio soup that bubbles out of the ground. What the shit is that? Look that up right now. Oh my Kevin, god! It's god pyro, damn it's it! Pi- Kevin. I think it's pyroclastic flow. That's it. I think it's pyro. <laughs> I think it's pyro. <laughs> it's pyro, and it's this. It's the big fucking piles of a, ma- a massive dust and fucking volcanic ash. Is what it is. It is pyroclastic flow. Thank you. Thank you. Did so it's you a, not know I was a fucking... It's a flow volcano. that blows up in the air, and it's going to start covering over stuff. It, it won't happen like a minute or two. What I'm saying is, if it were to come across the uh, the uh, the thing now, watching CNN, we could hop in my airplane right now and head down to Mexico. So here's my whole point. Okay. Always have a go bag ready. Already on top right. of it. Right. Well, here's what I'm saying. Here's my point, is that... Mexico's going to look pretty good to us. <laughs> and what are they going to go? Oh, here they come the gringos again. Oh, here they come again. <laughs> Did you Do you remember seeing, I just watched this a, a while back, like just recently in the past few weeks, is uh, The Day After Tomorrow. Do you remember that yes. movie? Oh, yeah. With uh, Jake Jiggleyman and yeah. uh, Emmy Rossum and a few other, mm-hmm. uh, Dennis Quaid. Yes. Uh, at the tail end of that movie, you know, the uh, they basically, he says, you need to evacuate everybody from this line that was basically the Mason-Dixon line. Right? Yes. It's like, evacuate everybody that's above there. Ev- evacuate everyone you can. If, if not, tell everybody else to, to head further south. And they're like, you're crazy. And he's like, no, they're going to die. Toward the tail end, there's all these people, All these you have all these white Americans that are flooding into Mexico, and <laughs> you have all these Mexican like guards that are ready to fire on them. They're, they're like, kind of like half-ass letting them in there, and then... The president negotiated. They say that they come over once the big main storm is is done and the big snowstorm, mm-hmm. and there's this giant ice sheet that has formed in half of North America. Mm-hmm. Then they have the voiceover. It's a, you know like a newscaster voiceover that says, uh, 
an agreement was de- reached with the Mexican president, with our president, uh, to forgive all Latin American debt and all <laughs> Americans can come into into Mexico. And I'm fucking dying laughing. I'm telling you, that's what's so, going to happen. It's so fucking pertinent. But but, but and that's a ten year old movie, and that shit cracks me up. It's it could have. In all in all seriousness, though, like where I used to live in the Atlanta area, you know, all that shit's going to eventually go east because that's all the that's the main uh, uh, jet stream stuff. Right. It's going to eventually circle. The, but but south is where it's safer from here of course yeah. in general so uh, what does pile my airplane we're going to turn into it's going to be like we're going to turn the marauders aviation fucking it's just everything's going to change i, I love this be idea it. yeah we're going to paint the airplane black and just fly around at night flat black yeah. flat black oh yeah with some uh, radar absorbing paint which apparently is a thing is that uh, a thing? yeah you can you can do that if you like do you have the ability to do that do you have a spray gun i <laughs> <laughs> I asked Paul one time if he had an HVLP, an HVLP was a high volume, gun. was a high volume, uh, low, low pressure. pressure spray gun to paint something on my truck. And he just gave me a look like you idiot. And then he, <laughs> you put your hand out in front of you and just say, motioned, look at all of the equipment I have in my 10,000 square foot hanger. Do you think I don't have, have that? one? How many, how many do you fucking need? One for each hand and one for the tidier your Johnson. <laughs> like you, you gave me such a, a look of condescension and like, how dare you? It's like, we can, we can handle this. I think I can handle your truck. I could paint my Cirrus and it's fine. But it almost would be uh, almost be a relief. Like, cause you know, I don't, you know, just leave, you know, just, just leave everything. Fuck it. Well, I mean, you lock it down and bolt everything down, so maybe you can come back to it if you ever, like if you wanted to be come buried north, eight, come eight feet of volcanic ash. The, that's true. And they, you know, when one of those things happen, they they steer airplanes around. You know, it goes up way in the atmosphere, like when they have those yeah. Icelandic. Uh, I have it tears up engines. You got to say, say it. Say I, the name of the volcano. Oh, I have, I, I have yada yokol. Yeah, I can't. I have yada yokol. It's not that hard. Well, that's one of them. That's the big one. Remember, all those people got stranded in they were stranded in Europe because they couldn't because they couldn't leave because yeah, the airplanes wouldn't fly too much, in that too crap. Much ash. Yeah, it is because it's very microscopic. Pyroclastic flow. Yeah, and it's very hard, and it just sandblasts the engines. Yeah, and it really screws them up. It's not good for breathing either. No, it's not. So, uh, so the best case scenario for uh, for 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 starting over for civilization, at least in North America, would be. The uh, super volcano exploding, yeah. and then and also Florida getting flooded, uh, and that could happen pretty quickly. It's already after. starting to happen. That's I know. The, that's what I don't understand. Is like anybody who wants to say, "Well, the oceans aren't rising." That's just one. Blah, blah, blah. Who cares about the Maldives and the fact that there there actually be, are some islands that are going away. There's there right are, now. I, there are the Maldives is one of them. Like they, we're talking about an entire fucking island nation that's going to go away, wiped off the face of the map in ten years. Yep. They're already lost several dozen islands now they're sequestered in like two different islands but people that have been living in miami for the past eight to ten years are starting to see higher and higher tides where they're walking around there i've seen it looks like it looks like venice you know how venice like i love watching the videos of people like the most recent one i saw was the venice marathon like they're starting to blow glass they've got like italian ice cream and stuff people are and they're walking like venice and walking through water up to their fucking oh that part yeah no i'm not talking about that no like the venice marathon was saturday saturday or sunday this Mm -hmm. past and there are people there are people literally jogging in like knee-deep water Wow. In Venice. Yeah, because it happens. It just happens. Now, that's been going on in Venice for hundreds of for years. For a long they just, time, yes. they, Tides are cyclical, and sometimes they'll have a higher tide than Well, they normal. had that huge system, that, that, that barricade what, what thing. It's not quite finished yet. Oh, which it's is, not. Yeah, that's an expensive it's, project. Yeah, it's like $70 billion or something. Yeah, or like some that's, huge that's like almost, amount. Like, what? It's not okay. We just to keep on making the more lira. 
It's okay. We just printed the lira. It's fine. And then we take a nap. <laughs> and then we make them more of the garlic bread. Italians are more uh, relaxed with stuff. I, 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 took, I saw some pictures of these uh, factories making these toy airplanes. And seriously, half the people you could see just drinking coffee. You They're know, just and, drinking coffee with one it, hand and like spraying with their HP. Yeah, or, just, or maybe not spraying. Maybe just going to drink coffee and look at the airplane for a while. With a little tiny coffee cup. And then there are attractive uh, female people working in the factory might walk by. Hey, is this? Like, hey, Python. Yeah, that kind of That's thing. That's so fucking culturally just I inappropriate. Know, it's it's but it's true, funny. though. It's true. It is true. If you go to Italy, they yell ba, at you. Da, 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 da. Yeah. <laughs> Remember when you went to Italy and didn't go to Rome? Yep. Ooh, I remember that. What a fucking asshole. I, I may go back. I don't know. And you're still not going to go to fly into Rome and then take a chopper directly out. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we talked about that, too, where you have to appeal to all the senses. Um, did I tell you that? When, when my father flew into Rome uh, when he was flying for the aerial line. Areola and, uh, line. And there was no aerial. I didn't say areola line. I swear to God, I just heard areola it's not line. What I, it's and, what I said. Folks, uh, write in cartoon casual at gmail.com. Yeah, listen to that again and see what I said. Areola line. I'm fairly yeah, certain you said no. areola line. I don't even know what an areola so, line is. So my, uh, my father is sitting there at some street cafe somewhere not too far from Rome, and they're out there, and the crew is out there, and they're having probably a cappuccino and uh, what's another stereotypical Italian dish? I don't know, man. Okay. Flan. That's no. That's, that's uh, not. That's a. Uh, throw romance what, language. What, covers what is that dessert. shit? What, that sh- shit's not shit. It's like a. <laughs> it's like ice cream, but it's not gelato. Gelato. Anyway, so the uh, he says they're really doing it right here, and because it's you know it's a very romantic whatever, but they're used to there. He goes, you got all the senses, all of them are being mm-hmm. taken care of here, and he goes this cafe with with a tablecloth and the way it. Feels, you know, and then you've got the 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 taste of the high quality coffee, and you have some very pleasant music playing, and the smell of the bakery, which is two doors down. Oh yeah, and then there's you know, every single sense is hit, and that's what you got to do when you have any kind of event or something like that. You got to hit all the senses. And see, the funny thing that's the difference between the Italians and the French. The French have one word for that; it's called ambiance. Mm-hmm. And then the Italians are like, and then the music, and then the tablecloth. They got to have a word. No, they. I think they have what you just said. And we just stole, stole, stole stealed the word. Stealed. The obvious. Stealed it. <laughs> the obvious. So is there the atmosphere, right? We just call it atmosphere. Ambiance. Atmosphere. I know atmosphere is that, you know it's kind of the same same thing in a way. I think ambiance is the is is the overall general feeling of of a place. But when I have when I know as a customer is coming in here and I, and I know the kind of customer they are, I find the right kind of station on there that I think I don't have a blasting you know a satellite and just make just sure in it, the background, it, right? Yeah. In the back, it might be the kind of music they might find appealing. I, I do that. Did it's that also today. A little, it's, it's a little tiny. Just, what do they call that uh, uh, micro cues something like that sure I guess yeah where you have it's like and I was actually just talking about this with a patron at Blackbridge last weekend uh, about how he, he walked in and he goes you know all, he was talking after he had been at the brewery for about 20-30 minutes he goes you know I was at the place down the street and I, I just I uh, I don't I'm not going to talk any shit about them but they I walked in and it didn't feel as comforting as when I walked in here Mm-hmm. The lighting is very harsh. The metal's really harsh. The coloring is really harsh. The music is too loud mm-hmm. or is loud. And that's fine if that's what the demographic you're going for. But what I was going for was a, uh, the music in here is is not as loud. The, the lighting is a little dimmed. It smells of, it doesn't smell like anything in general. Like it doesn't, or it, it just smells good in here. It's mm-hmm. clean. It doesn't smell like beer. It doesn't smell like... Mm-hmm. 
feet or cigarette smoke or anything like that. It just doesn't have any sort of smell. And it's all very, it's very neutral and it's calming. It's relaxing, which is right. why I'm spending time here and not somewhere else. And I, and I started thinking about that. And I'm like, that, I, it, it, it makes sense to me, but I guess it was, to me, it's just like, I know that when I walk into a place, if I walk into the, the restroom, the restroom's clean, I immediately, like my brain, my brain lights up in one spot. And then if I, uh, you know, they have like, eh, you know, even down to like good toilet paper. This is something oh. I, I shit you not. Ah. Ha ha. Ah. Tim and I talked about that a long time ago. He's like, I want people to come in here and feel safe and know that it's clean. Even if they're not, even if they're only coming in to take a shit. Mm-hmm. I want them to go, wow, Blackbridge has nice toilet paper because people talk about that. Sure. They do. And they remember that. That's a, that, again, it's those micro cues that yeah. you just check certain things off the list and subconsciously you're like, I want to go back to Blackbridge, but I don't know why. Mm-hmm. Same thing goes for the cafe and fucking why Rome? It shouldn't be Rome. Rome's big and dirty. I know. It, it's well, the, it's sort of the, the the feeling you have when you say it and you, oh, Rome uh, or ah, oh, Venice. Fidenzi. Kind of thing. I would, I would much, I would. I would. I, I don't. I've never even been to Europe, but I know mm. for a fact that I don't want to spend very much time in Rome. Right. No. I'm. I would much rather go to. Uh, I would. I don't even know if I want to go to Venice, except for to see that one church in Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. I would like, love I really to go care. to Rome in in theory, which wouldn't really happen on a slow season, whatever. And I, I want to see the Colosseum, dude. I was forced oh. to. I was forced to take yeah. Latin in high school. Oh. And I'm. I'm going to. I'm going to see this Colosseum, and I want to have. I want to I want to pull some strings, and I want to get some tours that people don't get to have normally. That's what I want to do. Pull some strings. I I can pull yeah. some strings. I bet you could. I, I have. Out. See these two Italian airplanes in here right now. These two Italian yes, gliders. Yes, yes. There's a guy that who imports these. He goes to Italy several times a year, and he's got family over there. He's a fucking. He's a guy. So he's the he's the guy. His last name's like not like Mussolini or something like that. Is uh, it? it ends in an I. Uh, oh yeah, in his middle name, but ends ends in an I. And his first name ends in O. Jesus Christ. How whoppy is that guy? And he, and he speaks fluent Italian, obviously. There you go. How much marinara sauce comes out of that guy's <laughs> mouth when he talks? So what I'm saying is, if Does I really... sweat meatballs? What I, re- what I really need to do is just quit working and start, start cashing in all my friendships. Cashing in my friendships. Wow, that's not what I mean. No, that's fucking you know what I'm saying. All, all the whatever no, go over there. So, yeah. but I do want to see it, and, and I I know that through one or two people, I could contact one and say I want to see a certain thing that yeah. no one else gets to see when no one else is there, and not, not a bunch of weirdos. No, it are makes there. perfect sense, man. I get it. I absolutely get it. I I, I would kind of do uh, maybe do the same thing. I mean, I've made a few friendships over the years to, of people that like internationally. And, like, that, I and know now, that if I needed to, I could like. If I wanted to go and stay in like Beijing, I could probably find some place to stay for free through connections that I have here in town. Absolutely, which is weird. No, but I, I don't want to go there. I know, but, but if you started you, thinking about it, and you're certain people that are stationed in certain parts, or people that have visit that have good friends somewhere else, if you yeah. just if you just ask them, you start doing these things, things do start start coming up. And, and uh, um, uh, like, for, for example, now they've built part of the Coliseum. They made a floor in there, and they're performing now in the Coliseum. Yeah, I was going to say, did you? That hear, would be badass. Did you hear about that this past summer? I did. Did and you hear I, about what they performed? Did they kill a bunch of Christians? No. Oh. Jesus. <laughs> I mean, what's a bunch, anyway? 
Uh, no, they had Three. a full-blown orchestra perform the score to Gladiator while it was play on the oh, screen. Really? In the fucking Coliseum. Okay, yeah, now I'm going to go. I just read about this last night. I'm like, do I tell Paul about it? Or is he going to get like he's gonna get a bonus? I mean, or is he going to beat you me? You mean they played the whole movie? They played the whole and movie. And then they just played the music along with it while it was... Yes. The movie. Like wow. When the, yeah, like at, there Holy are certain shit. cues... Yeah, with people in the stands at the at the Coliseum. Fuck. Wow. I can't even imagine. See, that's the kind of crap. Now, I, granted, the city, you're you're right. A lot of it is dirty, and it's overcrowded, and, and I, I get all that. It's one of my favorite movies years and years ago. It was called uh, 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 Rules of Attraction. Mm-hmm. Great movie. Uh, actually tied in with uh, American Psycho. Check it out. Awesome. There's a guy in there that had a European trip, and he goes on this like three and a half minute long caffeine or cocaine fueled uh, diatribe. And part of it goes, "I went to uh, I went to Rome, which is basically L.A. but with ruins." And that always fucking stuck with me. <laughs> it's kind of true, right? And and I and like I my uh, well, Josh listens to the podcast. Ganyo, Ganyo went there. He was like his like round the world trip. He went on back in 08 or 09. and he went to Rome, and he texts me from Europe, and he's like. There were, that dude on Rules of Attraction was right. Rome is definitely L.A. with ruins. And it just like always kind of stuck with me. Like, ah, it kind of sucks. Yeah. Because there's a bunch of old shit in L.A. I can go and look at, too. It's not a 1,000 years old, but I don't really care. Actually, what I would want to see over there is, uh, is um, Pompeii. You know, Pompeii would um, be kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. Mount Vesuvius and check Ooh, all that stuff that out. That reminds me. You know Nick Mason's touring, Saucer Full of Secrets tour? No, yes. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah there's a Phoenix date. Yeah, it's in the uh, really? next, next year. Yeah. Yeah, wonder what he plays. Saucer full of secrets. He just plays that album. I th- it, it's it's pre Dark Side of the Moon albums stuff from pre Dark Side of the Moon. Okay, that's that's all I read. That's hmm. all, all Rolling Stone reported on. I'm like, ah, that sounds kind of cool. He's such a relaxed, chill kind of a happy kind of guy. Every time he's interviewed, he's a drummer, right? Yeah, yeah. He's the one that isn't he the one they asked? Like, uh, clearly the it was the drums on Dark Side of yeah, the Moon. Yeah, you know, people in like serious that. interviews, you know, the success of Dark Side of the Moon, and it lasts. You know, these are questions he hears a thousand million times. You know, oh, yeah. all these people are so sick of. I saw some interview during a, a documentary, some rock and roll band they were talking to, and I thought, you people really are. Fit. You got some shit hot band that's current. You need to have some better questions. You yeah. can't just. So who has influenced you when you're this? And you can't do that. No. You know, we all want to hear it, but it's like they've they just they just get bored shitless with this stuff. Um, well, and then they start acting out. Which is always funny to me is like, you know, I've heard I, I've heard of people I've heard actors talk about how doing press tour is the fucking worst because it oh like I you can said, imagine it's same, it can only I can only imagine how fucking mind numbing it is. So it's the same questions and the same shit over and over and over again. But then they start having fun with it. Like oh. uh, I can't think of the guy's name. He played Edward Cullen in the uh, the Twilight movies. Um, he's an really- English actor. I cannot fucking think of his name. He signed on. That was like his one of his first thing. Well, first off, he was in he was in one of the Harry Potter movies, uh, but at the around the same time, he auditioned for. He had a very minor role in a Cedric Diggory is, is who he played. Okay. If you were wondering, uh, in the I wasn't because <laughs> I don't I even watch those movies. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. Anyway, uh, he so he went on to play. He was in Twilight, and the, it was supposed to be kind of like a sleeper movie. It ended up being a sleeper hit. And, you know, it was a multi-billion-dollar franchise. You have a heart attack, and he got uh, no. I have. I'm not having a heart attack. No, I have. Okay. Uh, I think I have a bug bite on my chest because okay. it, it's just like a lump that itches. Really Should bad. I rub a banana on it? I'm not gonna. I don't. You're so ridiculous. <laughs> now you're gonna make me have a cramp like that one time. Uh, fucking. 
Robert, here, do you want a banana? As I'm having a cramp. It was one of the stupidest things ever. What the fuck? Offering me a banana while I'm having a cramp. Like, rub a banana. Rub a banana on maybe your cramp. work topically. Fuck off. <laughs> fuck off. I'm in pain. Uh, anyway, no, he started having fun with these press tours, and they would ask him. Like, there's a supercut of all, uh, like, a 15-minute long video, probably 40 different interviews. Where uh, they're asking him, so like, what is your inspiration for this character? He goes, uh, I want to buy a third house. Like, just, <laughs> shit, just really f- snarky, shitty things. Because by the by, like the third movie or fourth movie, he's like, this. I fucking hate this shit. I was a serious actor, and now I'm getting drugged into this. Da, 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 like, mm-hmm. classically trained. It's like Patrick Stewart doing dwarf movies. Like, it was. It fucking. It just. It, I. Sh- I shouldn't say that it's beneath him, but it kind of is beneath him. Sure. And he just got annoyed with it because instead of being like doing one movie, he eventually just got like he would. He said something like, "I would rather go back to Harry Potter and be killed a thousand times over than do another Twilight movie." He right. said that in an interview and ripped his mic off and <laughs> got up and walked out. I'm like. That's that's a man who's pushed the fucking brink right. by a bunch of teenagers. And of course, you're making and they make a shitload of money, and that's what they, you know, bought into. If you, you know will. what, that's though, what, I don't care how much fucking money I have in my bank account. Getting annoyed is getting annoyed. It oh, doesn't yeah. matter how oh, yeah. how rich you are. Now, obviously, you'll storm off and be like, "All right, well, I'm gonna go get on my yacht and drown myself in fucking thousand dollar bottle of champagne." Right. But it's still annoying at the time. It doesn't fucking matter. Like it, you could be a, a broke ass bum on the street. If you're annoyed, you're annoyed. Anyway, well, anyway, yeah. I, so Nick Mason, a few times I've heard him several different times, and of course he always gets because Dark Side of the Moon was their massive breakout album, shall we say? And then and then uh, and then he says, "Well, what do you attribute this success?" That's yeah, the interview question, and Joe already basically, but it's so he's answered different ways. I've seen him, and he oh. says, "Absolutely, clearly the the percussion." <laughs> it was the percussion that on really Dark Side of the Moon really that, drove the point home to the fans. <laughs> he just has a uh, stupid really, grin on his face, and he's he's so his wit is so right. dry. And I think he's a helicopter pilot, and he has all these old Ferraris and stuff. He just he flogs them and things like that. So that's he, good. Good cool. for him. He's, yeah. he's made this money, and he well, we should think about it, man. Think, yeah. I, I, early stuff is not. I'm not a huge fan of Pink Floyd early stuff, but I know you celebrate their entire catalog. I do, uh, but yeah, uh, you should, I'll, I'll send you a link. Speaking uh, of celebrating the catalog, did you? Uh, did you have listened to the Postal uh, Service yet? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, good. Oh, yeah. No, I, that's, I ordered some new headphones, and I got the... Uh, these headphones that I got were... Uh, the cord plugs into the one of the earphones, like ear. Like yeah. That's the where the cord plugs in. I've never... Okay. No, like, you can unplug it. Sure. I've never had a pair of headphones like that. I bought, like, a decent so set. So, what, what, uh, what happens when you unplug but it's like, it? It's, but, huh? When you unplug it, then what happens? No, you can unplug it and have a, like a longer cable. It came with two oh. cables. It came with one that's like they're both. Or you actually, could put an extension on one of you these. Could, and that's what I bought was an extension like that. And oh, okay. I, it's a sixteen foot extension, so that I could, oh. I could go from yeah. So it's a, it was it's kind of nice. But, but it's amazing, isn't listening to music and a good set of headphones? It really is, it's especially a, and they're over ear like these, like they're cans yeah. and they're yeah. Um, I really I really kind of want to just steal some headphones from. My stepdad from the show? Oh. No, from my stepdad. <laughs> you have a set of these at home, don't you? Well, yeah, don't you have a pair of these? Uh, no, I brought them back. I, in mm-hmm. fact, <laughs> okay. I had a set of, um, I had a set of Sony like on ear headphones, like 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 the one step down from the ones you're wearing right now. Yeah, I had a pair of those. Okay, and they stopped working, or one of them stopped working. So I'm like, shit. So I like got pissed and I put it, threw it on my bed, and it fell off my bed. 
two steps later, I stepped on it and broke them in half. And I'm like, oh, and cut my foot. Well, good. Now they're done. So now they're really done. Yeah. So those got thrown away. I immediately ordered these. But yeah, I got the extension thing. And I like good headphones. I just forgot like how, how nice a good. The, these set. aren't really that expensive, but they're more than, the, uh, than our normal studio types. But, but these are more crisp for sure. They, they I, sound different than those. Uh, yeah. I, see, yeah. I don't like uh, yours, yours. Yours are meant for music. Yes. The ones we have for the studio ones are meant for what we're using them for. Right. I'm used to oh, mine now. We're not hearing music or anything like that. We're just people hearing. are just fascinated with this studio equipment talk. Oh yeah, <laughs> actually, I'm done. Are I'm you spent? Yeah. We gonna talk about when we're gonna drop our big four hour and thirty seven minute podcast? Oh, I don't know. I, I I still may just send it directly to Kevin with a bow on it. Yeah. Here you go. Merry Christmas, fuckface. Well, I have a lot of other things I want to talk about. But I'm not gonna. Well, there's no, there's no reason to. It. Yeah, I'm going to save it. We're going to save it. And uh, you guys aren't listening to this, but we've got our first Friday tomorrow, and we'll just talk about that later. The yep, last yep, first yep. Friday of the year. I think we talked about that last podcast, though, to get people to typically go out. And Didn't we mention that before? We did, absolutely. Good, fine. Okay, now we're done. All right, we're going to get out of here. Let's go and look at that uh, tree out there, Joe. We didn't do it during the break. Jesus Christ. Yes, let's go look at the tree in the dark. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. Bye.